The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Hey, happy Monday, everyone. Um, back in a somewhat eventful weekend sports-wise. You got a, a UFC champion who won the fight and then lost the belt. I don't think I, I've ever seen that happen <laughs> before. Uh, I was confused because I saw in, in the book club that he had missed his weight, and I was like, oh, I guess they're not having the fight. And then you go over to the four-letter network, and it's plastered. Fight, 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 fight. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Is he just going to fight with no belt? Well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, weird, weird stuff there. And, and then basketball-wise, I, I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to end up talking about it anyway soon. What's going on? Sex Panther. You know, with everything that happened over the weekend, the one thing that was ingrained in my mind, uh, for me personally, that had to be the greatest Kentucky Derby I've ever seen. That, that race was fantastic. I usually don't dig into the history of the jockeys and their you know, win-loss record and things like that and the horses, but um, that I thought I had a pretty good beat on the race and to watch the long shot just come out of nowhere. I, I could watch that again. I thought it was an absolute spectacular race. Um, so uh, call me a horse racing fan now. Are you, you're in. You're all in. I'm fucking in, man. Okay. Okay. So does that mean you're just going to take 80 to 1 shots all the time now? Is that it? Well, yeah, because they hit like, you know, every single time. That's what you should do is just take the underdog, the, the, the long shot because for that one time. They No, I'm not taking the fucking long shot. But it's a great <laughs> story, though. The, the horse shows up Friday because of a late scratch and then wins the damn race. Just first time the, the jockey had ever been in the race. Like, it was fantastic. I, it, it, it's unbelievable. Open 30 to one and then cl- closes at 78 to one wins the fucking race. Even, yeah. even funnier is is uh, uh, Arch trying to explain math to Maxie on the Sunday show. Oh, the horse hell? racing math is fucking hard, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> that fucking meme with all the fucking numbers and fucking signs and stuff like going around Maxie's head. Like, what is Arch Ooh. talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> yes, over over round, oh over round, and track takes. Oh yeah, that's that's a great topic to get into. Let's not. Let's yeah, not. I think we yeah. have some other topics to get into. Uh, some some stories that I sent you. Uh, I want to start off with that Mets one. I do. I do want to start with the Mets one. Whenever I say you want to start off with the Mets one, it sounds bad. Like it, it sounds like it's going to be a bad story. I mean, it's an interesting story. I don't I necessarily say that it's bad. This is over at uh, CBS Sports. 
Mets hitting coach Eric Chavez suggests Major League Baseball is using different baseballs for nationally televised games. Chavez said that the Mets hitters think MLB employs a different baseball for nationally televised games. Uh, the subheading is just the fucking heading all over again. That's dumb. Uh, here's what he says. Um, uh, let's see. In in late April, two days before they played the Phillies on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, several hitters gave Chavez a heads up. Watch how the baseball travels during the premier nationally televised game of the week. They had heard that the balls in those games were in some way different. I thought for a second you guys were full of it, Chavez said. And then what happened? The ball was traveling farther. <laughs> <laughs> balls that weren't hit as hard and i'm like wait a minute that shouldn't have happened uh ball was just traveling better uh that was just the eye test but then we lined it up with what the analytics were telling us interesting stuff i mean it doesn't it doesn't really surprise me right you think hey eyes are on the game let's get some hits on the board right it would be interesting i i i hope that someone is is tracking this to see what the offense is on nationally televised games i, I there will be now I, I, yeah, I know. I wouldn't be shocked if, if before today, if you went back to the nationally televised games, if those run, you know, last night, listen, I, we, we had a, 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 a clear under until it wasn't right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think Dodgers ended up scoring like uh, four or five late runs. Um, I Panther, what do you think? You think major league baseball would be that dastardly to switch balls on a nationally televised game? I can't believe anybody would accuse Major League Baseball. I have conspiracy theories that they would do anything to manipulate a time-honored tradition, um, you know, going with the innings and base runners, and now we're going to fuck with the ball. No, there's no chance. Major League – I don't know. I really don't know. They, they got that damn humidor. I don't know if the, the balls come out earlier in the day. When do they pull the balls out of the humidor? Uh, I, I don't know what to think of Major League Baseball. They seem to be fucking with everything. I wouldn't put it past them, but God damn it, Manfred! Do we do we really want the previous doofball back? Like this, this is a shit show right now in baseball. I, the fact that it is even brought up as possible shows you how bad of a state baseball's in right now. You think it's possible? You're like, well, you can't just reject it out of hand. Right, you we, give it credence. There's right. credence to it. I mean, we've been hearing about this for a while. Verlander, was it two seasons ago, was ranting about that? Three seasons mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm, was ranting mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, something wrong with the balls. They just keep yeah. tinkering. They just keep fucking with it. And to the Mets' credit, they call, They said they called it before the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they had a prediction and it came true. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated by how baseball thinks that like well let's just do it some of the time let's just pick and choose when we're going to do this isn't that like manipulating the outcomes of the game in a way yes absolutely i it is. I, I i feel like that is just wrong and as a sports gambler i feel like that is just wrong right you, you you're supposed to you're, you're like at this point in time sports are quote-unquote embracing gambling but shit like this fucking flies in the face of that. Yeah, you can have fucking DraftKings as your sponsor and then you fucking tinker with the game and, and do all this shit that just destroys the ability to fucking bet on baseball. I, you know, now I'm going to look at nationally. Like, I, I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to look at nationally, uh, nationally televised games a little bit differently now. I'm just going to eye them up a little bit differently. I'm just, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's not like Monday Night Football. Where you know it's like okay, you tend to, you tend to get the the home team a little bit amped up on those national television, so you, you you can make some assumptions. No, this is literally 
changing the fucking game for for one out of what 15 16 games in a day or whatever it is it's bullshit well you know the interesting thing is baseball seems to be taking the NFL approach of, well, we don't care, care about defense. We want more offense, right? We'll take away the shift. That's a defensive ploy. We'll take away the sticky tack. That gives a pitcher advantage. We'll put the ball in a humidor. That should help the hitters. And then maybe they're manipulating the balls here or not. It, it kind of explains why some of these teams, I will take the Angels, for example. I keep thinking they might go out and get more pitching, but they might not. They might not. They might be like, fuck it. We don't need pitching. All we got to do is hit the ball hard and far, and we've got a, a chance to win these games. Um, looking like Major League Baseball just, you know, embracing the motto, chick stick the long ball, right? <laughs> even if <laughs> even if it's not like they're doing this specifically for national televised games, even if they're not, there's a lot of evidence out there that it's just inconsistent baseballs. Like That's the point. Yeah. That's the point right there. I, 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 I don't know what baseball is trying to do here because – Half the time, it seems like we need to appease the pitchers who are going to be free agents because we can't have them fucking have ERAs in the fives. So for, so for some of these ace pitchers, maybe we'll switch the baseball up so they have uh, the ability to fucking like be elite. And then the other half of the time, let's just fucking have some big offense. It just it does. It looks sporadic. It looks inconsistent. It looks like they just are tinkering for the sake of tinkering. It looks like chaos, like anarchy. Manfred's in for anarchy. He's not trying to run this fucking league and have it successful. He just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> Chaos. Oh, boy. Once the public loses confident, confidence in your game, though, it's over. It's absolutely over. Oh, There's yeah. nothing you can do. So, good Thank luck. God we're not the public, though. We're, we're not the public. We're the Sharps. Right? Oh, yeah, because baseball is just the public was already just so in love with baseball. They couldn't <laughs> possibly be turned. What do you want to talk about? Oh. Got another story. Uh, let's talk about uh, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson wants another NFL team in the Metroplex. Jerry Jones does not. Uh, Cowboys owner would rather give up free parking than uh, do this. Uh, so apparently, uh, Dallas uh, Mayor Eric Johnson is over at Deadspin. Um, was asked about where a NFL next NFL franchise should be, and he said, "Well, the answer is Dallas." Uh, we're past Chicago Metro and become the third Metro in the U.S., which makes us the largest U.S. Metro without two teams. Football is king here. Dallas needs an expansion team, and we would be able to sustain two NFL teams better than L.A. or New York. Well, you'd have at least one Super Bowl caliber team in Dallas then, right? <laughs> if they cut the Jets, maybe they just take the Jets, bring them over. And then they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was astounded by this, and I definitely want Panthers' take on this. I was astounded by this to watch uh, on, on something. Maybe it's just a Twitter, a tweet uh, recently that the Texans have had more playoff success than the Dallas Cowboys over the last like twenty years. Oh boy, better, uh, better, been better, one of better record, better uh, like better regular season record, and better um, uh, more playoff appearances and more playoff wins than the Dallas Cowboys over the last twenty years. The Texans. So you tell me you're going to bring in another team into Dallas. That team, that team is going to fucking that that's going to be America's team right there. Dallas fucking Chargers, I guess. <laughs> it's been kind of a running joke. If you were born in what twenty? Let's see, the year two thousand, right? The first the first year of the millennial. You've seen the Cowboys. A, you haven't seen the Cowboys go to a Super Bowl, and B, you've seen the Cowboys win. I think it's just one playoff game. In, in 21 years of football, they've won 
one playoff game. So, yeah, they, they like to be America's team, and everybody craves the Cowboys. But the, to your point, the success just isn't there. They're not getting a second team. I think if anybody's going to get a team, um, it's going to be like Oklahoma City or Salt Lake City or Milwaukee or something like somebody that doesn't have a team. It's not going to be Dallas or anybody getting a second team. And it might be Jacksonville being relocated. Who the fuck knows? There are some teams that could probably stand uh, to, to have some uh, new grass to uh, nurture and play on. What do you think, Arch? Oh, I'm sure there's some, te- some, <laughs> some teams that are, are rife to move. Jacksonville, top of the list. I, I can't recall seeing a full stadium in Jacksonville ever. Can you? No, no. But I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I've, I've been to a professional football game in Toronto. Um, and it was um, when the Bills were, were kind of traveling to Toronto. And that place was sold out. I, do, do we go north? I, my guess is that there might be a little bit more interest in south. Like, say, a, a Mexico City team. Those fucking games. I mean, they got to get those fields in order, but still, those <laughs> fucking things sell out like a motherfucker as well. So, I'm I'm guessing there might even be international expansion. Now they're gonna have their what the first football game in Germany this year. They're they're gonna do uh, games in uh, London, games in Germany. Uh, so, I mean, it's not you know it's not crazy to think that Toronto, which already has a major league baseball team, a major league hockey team, basketball, why not? Why not play a football team there too, and and have all four? So. Um, Dallas, uh, you don't need another team. You barely have one functioning team. You don't need a second team. Just barely. stop it. I, and listen, I'm, I, 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 as a Rams fan, I, I want the Chargers out of there, too. I feel bad for, for the Chargers. They shouldn't be in L.A. right now. They, should, they can like, L.A. can barely sustain one football team. You put two fucking idiots. Send yeah, them to I, Toronto. Yeah. It's, it's Toronto Chargers. Toronto Chargers. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, great. And then still have them play in the AFC West. It kind of works, though. It kind of works for Toronto. I mean, Toronto <laughs> Toronto's kind of like the bland American suburb, and the Chargers are just kind of like the bland good team. Like, it's just yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, Buffalo got their stadium, right? So the, yeah. they don't need Toronto for, you know, leverage or anything like that. <laughs> well, we'll just pack up and move. So they got their stadium. They're good. Um, I was fine with the NFL without ever having a team in L.A., and then they will put two of them in there. And it, it's not, yeah, the Rams won, but it's not like you feel all good about L.A. Like, oh, they, they brought a championship to L.A. Like, nobody gives a shit. It might as well have been St. Louis. Nobody cares. The Rams got a title. I get, just take both teams out of L.A. I'm fine with that. I'm glad it wasn't St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you Kansas City people. <laughs> Oh boy! I guess we should let's let's take a break. Yeah, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to make you money sports betting. They have the fastest real-time data, spots discrepancies between different sports books, helps users place profitable bets. Profits average three percent every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. You got to use the link in the description here so they know you're a D-Gen and get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. 
Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. NBA. NBA. All right, two games on the board. Let's start with Boston-Milwaukee. Um, after Game 3 ended... In, I'll say, somewhat controversial way, the Boston Celtics will look to even the series before heading back home for Game 5. Despite some very inconsistent calls by the refs, including a possible missed flagrant call at the fucking end where Bobby Portis smacked uh, Marcus Smart in the fucking face during a chaotic scramble to close out the game, uh, I would say the main reason the Boston Celtics were in that spot is because Jason Tatum just did not have a good game. Uh, if 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 he shoots the ball better in that game, they don't have to claw back from 14 points down. They probably would have won that game if, if Tayden plays better. So, I mean, again, you can say Marcus Smart was fouled in the act of shooting and three-pointer. You can say that he was smacked in the face. You can say lots of things over those last couple of plays. Doesn't fucking matter if Jason Tatum's not playing good basketball. Uh, series has shown me, though, that without Chris Middleton, I think Boston is the deeper team. I think Boston should be up 2-1 in this series, but they're not. They're down. I expect another crazy one today. I expect another close one today. The line definitely indicates that. I will lean the Milwaukee Bucks. I got to watch the end of that game. I was sitting at the bar at the casino watching, and about the only thing the referees got right at the end of that game was Al Horford's tip was after the buzzer. Other than that, they fucked up every damn foul that they didn't call. I, I, I mean, not only just fouls, Flagrant fouls, intentional fouls. Hack, I mean, it was like hack-a-shack down there. It was ridiculous. Maybe You know, we bitch too much when the officials call too many fouls. Maybe they decided we're going to let them play. But it was it was pretty um, aggressive down there, and I wasn't real pleased with it. But I'm going to do you a solid, Max. I know what I've been doing wrong, and that's I've been betting Boston. So we're going to embrace fuck the bucks and put 10 bucks on Milwaukee. This music to my ears, absolute music to my ears. I want a piece of the Celtics today. Uh, I'm just going to take them. What is it? Is it minus one or two money line? Fuck it. I'll take the money line. Why not? Just a one point game anyway. One point spread. I'm going to fade you, Panther. I'm going to take the Celtics. And I'm so happy you took the Bucks. <laughs> I, I look, I, that's just me eating $10 for you guys. For Max as a fan, for you as a better. That's just, I'm just doing you guys a solid. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on, Memphis, Golden State. Uh, did Jordan Poole's grabbing of Ja Morant's knee actually injure him in the last game? I say no. If you look at the play, and I'm sure that most people have looked at that play at fucking nauseum, Morant twists his fucking knee before Poole even love taps him. So whatever happened, the outcome is the same. Ja Morant is out for game four. He's not playing tonight. Without him, the Grizzlies have survived. They've been able to win games without him before. But this is the fucking playoffs. Their opponent is locked in, playing some damn good basketball right now. It's hard to see the Grizzlies having a chance to win this one. Maybe to keep it within 10, though. So a lean on Memphis to keep it within 10. I thought seven and a half was way too many points two days ago. And it was what they needed about three touchdowns. They got absolutely crushed. Um, I think Memphis comes out a little mad 
and maybe, you know, come defend their guy, John Morant. But listen, I agree with Max. I didn't see anything. Like, what the fuck are they whining about? I think this is developing into what could be a great rivalry for the next few years. A young team, veteran team going at it. It's spirited competition, but I'm with Max here. I don't think Memphis is going to hang this time without Ja. Golden State sees what they what they're going against. I think they recognize what a good team Memphis is, and they're going to continue to try and put their foot on their throat. I just could not get to a side. I'm not laying ten, and I don't trust Memphis here without Ja either. So a lean on Golden State. Yeah, I'm going to lean Golden State too. It it seems like too many points, but goddamn, the Warriors can just cover any spread you put in front of them. It's unbelievable. So lean, lean the Grizzlies and hopefully the Grizzlies get up just a little bit. <laughs> just, we saw somebody in the book club talking about that. They got a, a ridiculous line for the Warriors in the first quarter live bet. And that's what we got to look for. It's just that Warriors, you know, with a, you know, a, a lower number or a, maybe even a positive number and just grab it. Just go. All right, moving on to hockey, hockey. right? Yes, sir. My four games on the board say, man, these fucking hockey playoffs, guys. Can you guys make heads and tails of it? It's it's awesome. I'm not I'm not complaining. The only thing I can say is probably Colorado Avalanche are going to fucking sweep, right? I mean, that's the only thing that looks like it's going to happen. So the game I'm going to talk about, Florida and Washington, because at this point, same thing that Panther just took his ten dollars on the Milwaukee Bucks as an experiment. I'm going to do something as an experiment as well. I've bet the Florida Panthers twice in this series, and they have lost both times. So let's go for three. Let's go for three with Florida. Uh, this old fart Washington Capitals team has found a fucking second life in this series. Uh, maybe the 2021 Milwaukee Bucks dust here because, man, they look rejuvenated. They, they look like they rested their players and they're ready to go. Um still find it difficult to believe that the Capitals uh, can take four games against the Panthers. But I, crazier things have happened. I, I get that. Sportsbooks seem to have given the Caps a little bit of respect in this one, dropping the line from the previous minus 200 range for Florida. And what, what, what do we got now? Like minus 175, minus 180, something like that. Um, that's some respect right there in the Caps. They're showing that they have dominated Florida. So I, I'm betting $10 on the Panthers here. But if I lose, I'm going to do it all again in a couple of days to test my experiment. And if in the end I am down 40 fucking dollars in this series – It'd be worth it just to see the chaos it would bring at the top seat being bounced <laughs> in the east. So, yeah, $10 bet on the Panthers. I'm having an Islanders flashbacks uh, with this betting strategy. I can't lose oh. all, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is a must win for both teams. I, I don't think Washington wants to go to Florida tied 2-2. Two to two, and, and Florida sure as hell does not want to go home being down 3-1. to one. It's, a, it's a huge must win for the Panthers. Uh, look, Washington's just got the better of this team. Uh, I like Florida to come out of here with the win, but not at minus 180. So a lean on the Panthers. Yeah, I lean the Panthers too. I, I'm not going to bet them because goddamn, what's going on? They should win. They should be probably the most likely team to win. <laughs> uh, and but they're just they're not. It's 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 troublesome. Nuts, absolutely nuts. Uh, Mr. Panther, you got something else? I got two I want to look at. We're going to look at the Rangers at Pittsburgh. Uh, kind of thought this might be a tough series, and it has been a tough series. Uh, two to one, Pittsburgh. Uh, look, I've liked them at home all season long. I know I picked the Rangers to win this series, but I think the Rangers are going to dig themselves a mighty hole here because I like the Penguins at home again to go up three games to one. Mm. Give me the Pens for 10 bucks. Uh, a moral support. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, you know, I think that um, that triple overtime game just 
it did something to Shesterkin. I don't know if you watched him. Uh, yeah, um, what was it Saturday? Right, the Saturday game. Uh, they had to pull him from the game. He was he was just ineffective, and and the, yeah, the Rangers ended up tying that up four to four, and then I, I think ended up losing seven to fucking four. <laughs> you know, uh, something's up with this Rangers team. They don't, you know, maybe uh, because Messier didn't win the fucking uh, uh, Kentucky Derby uh, on Saturday, they're they're screwed now. The team of destiny is. Maybe maybe we're looking forward to the fucking old school, the Sidney Crosby and and, and Alex Ovechkin uh, fucking meeting it up. Um, yeah, leading the Penguins here. I think you're absolutely on the right side. It's only plus one hundred, right? That's, that's it right now. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's I think that's good. I think that's good enough because I think they win. So if you're catching a plus line, do it. Uh, speaking of catching plus lines, we're going to look at one more game. Calgary at Dallas. I hit this one on Saturday when I liked Dallas at home and don't like the way Calgary's playing. Putting up only another two goals. I still don't like the way Calgary is playing. So at a plus, what, 135, 140, I'm loving Dallas at home again. Give me the stars for 10 bucks. Oh, man. You know, listen, I, I you know. Uh, you know, I I feel like I've been a little bit vindicated with my Boston Bruins pick the last couple of games. Boston Boston kind of mm. won the last two, and uh, you know they're holding a float against Carolina. I do not feel as vindicated with uh, the Calgary Flames right now. I keep banging the drum of like any day now, Calgary's gonna get out of it any fucking day now, and it it just it doesn't seem to be that way. Uh, I'm gonna continue to lean the Flames here. I just I. <laughs> I get it. Like Dallas at home, they're they're the fucking you know they're the team. Um, but I, I I do think Calgary has it in them to win this one. It's chalky as shit, so I, I can't find fucking value betting uh, Calgary here. But I'll lean on the Flames. I do think Calgary should win, but man, that minus one fifty five. There's no way you're going to convince me they have a sixty percent chance to beat Dallas. So I think you're absolutely on the right side, Panther. That's all I got. Um, what was the last game? Colorado. Just just bet the ash for the sweep and if you don't put it in a parlay <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's it. Right. Baseball. I only got one. I know Panthers got a handful, so we'll get through this real quickly. Um, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Brewers. Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> Reds finally won a game this weekend. In fact, they won two, Oof. making it their first series win of the season. But the competition gets tougher as they host the Brewers today. Uh, fresh off of a loss to the Braves, a series loss to the Braves, Milwaukee going to look to pick things up where they le- left it last time against the Reds. Uh, in that series, the last time these teams played, Milwaukee outscored the Reds 34-12. to Now, the Reds going to have some good news today, Panther. What's that good news? Luis Castillo taking the bump. He will take the bump for the first time this season, taking off the 10-day IL. Uh... The bad news is, Panther, do you know why he was on the, the injured list to begin with? Actually, I never did pay attention. He's not on my fantasy team, so I didn't care. <laughs> it was shoulder soreness in his pitching shoulder. So oh. you can imagine uh. there's going to be a pitch count today. There's going to be a watchful eye on this guy. Uh, Castillo pitching really well this season, you know, early in the season is going to be great for him. And it's going to be great for the Reds because at some point it's, he's going to be a, an attractive trade asset. If he's healthy, some team's going to want to overpay for him before the trade deadline. Uh, despite Castillo being out there, I think the Brewers get it done again today. Uh, $10 bet on Milwaukee. I'm struggling with the Brewers here because they're up and down. I mean, they do beat the bad teams, but Woodruff at 5.18 has not gotten off to a really good start. And you look at the Reds, their pitching hasn't been great. 
But even with the, the games that they've lost, they're scoring runs, right? They scored five in loss. They scored four in loss. They're scoring runs. Uh, so I think they get to Woodruff here. I just hope Castillo can at least get his five because I, I hate, hate the Reds bullpen. Uh, but at plus 165, there's just too much value on the Reds. So I'm going to take a flyer here, put 10 bucks on Cincinnati. Oh, there you go. <sighs> I'm I'm on the Brewers today. One of my not great teams to predict, <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna put my eleven bucks on the Brewers minus the one sixty four. We got a split decision here. Wow! Somebody's all right. right. All right, that's it for me. Panther, you got more? I got four more. Let's take a look at Tampa Bay at the boys from Anaheim. Tampa Bay is playing incredible baseball on the road right now. Uh, took care of Seattle in dominating fashion. They'll go to L.A. Take on your boy Noah Syndergaard, who uh, doesn't look any worse for the wear from a season that was pretty much lost last year. Uh, the Angels can hit way better than I think the Rays can, and I think they'll find the competition a little bit stiffer in L.A. So at only minus 130, I like Syndergaard and the Angels. Give me 10 bucks on Anaheim. Um, I, I did not have a line on this one earlier. Um, just uh, right before the show, I saw that there there were some lines that were coming in on this. What, what do you got on this? Minus 118? Uh, plus 122, minus 132. Minus 132. Yeah, minus now, 130, so. yeah. Uh, so if, if that's the case, if it's it's moving in the direction of the Angels, probably the play. I, 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 listen, I don't, I don't hate this uh, Tampa Bay team. I really don't. I think they, you know, uh, they're, they're playing a little bit better, but I think competition is key for them right i think they play better with lesser competition i want to say the angels are not lesser competition this season mm-hmm. i i, I want to say that i want to say that um <laughs> I'm, I'm not 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 entirely sold on that uh yeah. i will yeah. I, I will i will lean the rays with the plus line there i think there's some value on the rays but i can't bet it yeah, i'm leaning the angels with you panther this is confirmation bias in its purest form coming right at you give me the or not give me but leaning the angels i'm not touching this one though not touching this. If you touch this one, the Cubs, fresh off their beatdown from the Dodgers last night, will go to San Diego and take on uh, rookie sensation Mackenzie Gore. Early part of the season, 1.71 ERA. Kyle Hendricks, not as successful. He's only got a 5.64 ERA. I, I think the Cubs have a future. I think some of this young talent will come to fruition. But this just isn't the season, and they're really not putting it together. I know I like the Fathers a little bit more than you guys, but against the Cubs, I like them a lot more. So give me San Diego for ten bucks. Yeah, at least you didn't run line this one. I th- I think that Padres did it. Well, I'm glad. No, I, I think the Padres should win. I don't have them winning overwhelmingly. If it, I mean. At least they have it going for them that it's in San Diego. Because if this is Chicago, I might be betting the Cubs against this Padres team. Uh, moral support lean on the Fathers. I'm with you, man. I'm jumping on this too. Minus 159 against the Cubs. I mean, they bumbled their way into an you know that over in the live bet on the book club that we were talking about. The through the Cubs, all things are possible. So give me the Padres minus 159 for 11 bucks. I'm with you. Yeah, I think I think the Reds just got a head start. Right? I think the Cubs are Reds bad. <laughs> We're seeing some uh, really bad baseball. Yeah, we are seeing some. Uh, let's talk about Miami going to take on Arizona. Miami. Let's not, let's not talk about this one. No, we're going to talk about this one because Miami's <laughs> having a power outage. And they're also going to put a, a pitcher out there that's having a pitcher outage. Uh, Hernandez has only got a 6.66 ERA. Not great. 
Not great at all. Uh, so Miami's not doing well on the road. They're not hitting well. Now they put out probably their worst pitcher uh, in their rotation going against an Arizona team that I think they're overperforming. Their metrics do not suggest this is an above 500 team. But against the Fish, I think they stay above 500. Give me the D-backs with a plus line for 10 bucks. Yeah, it seems it seems fucking crazy. You're getting a plus line in Arizona here. Uh, moral support lean. I do think the Diamondbacks at home uh, – a more reliable play right now than Miami. Uh, you know, I haven't bet on Miami a lot lately, uh, but uh, the, the games I have bet on, I've been, you know, just praying to God that, <laughs> that they can fucking just hang in there. I think I've won once in the last like couple of weeks on, on betting Miami. Uh, it's kind of a bit of a fade on them right now. I, I They're going through some shit. I mean, for a while, they looked like they were an up and coming team. They were able to win some ball games, but the last few weeks it's, it's really not been good baseball. So, yeah, I'm going to lean the Diamondbacks with you. you you've, you've isolated a game where the Marlins are, what, uh, three and seven in their last ten, and they're not that bad. They should be much better. And the Diamondbacks are seven and three in their last ten, and they're not that good. They shouldn't be playing like that. I don't want this game. I'm, 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 I wouldn't touch this with a ten-foot pole. So, I guess I'll lean the Marlins here, but I am off this game entirely. Let's see if you touch this one. Last game up for me. The Philadelphia Phillies are at Seattle. And, you know, not a great pitching matchup, particularly for the Phillies. The Rangers Suarez taking the hill, going against Flexen for Seattle. But the thing that stood out to me was the line. If you just told me Phillies at Seattle, I'm thinking all these sticks that the Philadelphia's got, they got more power, more runs, more home runs. None of it's true. None of that I just said is true. The Mariners compete with them at, on average, on home runs, on runs. They're right there, and they have the better team ERA, which could explain why Vegas has the Minesweepers as a favorite. I hate the Phillies on the road. Give me Seattle for 10 bucks. Um, Yeah, I, I like Seattle here, too. Not, definitely not enough to bet them. Uh, F- Philadelphia... Um... I I, th- I think their offense actually this season has been a bit better on the road than it has been at home. Surprisingly, uh, coming off that somewhat emotional kind of you know weekend against the Mets, where there's a lot of rain delays, they got you know they got the uh, Bryce Harper gets the big home run off of Scherzer and you know says Happy Mother's Day and all that shit, and then they go in Game Two and lose that one by a lot. Um, I don't know what to think about this Philadelphia team other than the fact that they're probably as consistent as the Mariners, maybe less. Uh, I'll lean Seattle at home. Yeah, I'm going to lean Seattle with you. I'm not quite I'm not quite on this one, though. Uh, a lot of questions I have for these two teams. All right, that's all I got. Something for you, Arch. Got, you only bet one game, I think. I, I bet, yeah, two so far, and then this is my third. The team I am second worst at predicting is playing the White Sox. I like the Guardians plus 155. Are you kidding me? I think I, I these two teams, I think, are pretty close, pretty close. And I think the Guardians are actually going to take it this one with a plus 155. I see all kinds of value. So give me Cleveland for 11 bucks. I love that Guardians play today. But uh, when I was looking at this earlier, I just did not have enough data to, to kind of make that final decision here. Uh, and then I was thinking about you saying that, that the Guardians are one of your biggest blind spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you and I share the biggest blind spot with the Red Sox. I yes. believe that that is our biggest one. Uh, M- Milwaukee's another blind spot for me, and I bet onto them today. So I'm going to avoid one of these blind spots by just leaning the Guardians with you. What's the pitching matchup here? Who's on the Who's on the bump for the two? Oh God! Uh, fuck! I just closed that tab because I thought I was we were done. <laughs> oh shit! 
I know I avoided it. I'm sure I looked at it and I didn't like the pitching matchup. Um, not not a staff ace for either one of them. It's not Bieber, or Giolito, or anything like that. So uh, I was le- I was leaning Chicago. I trust their offense just a little bit more, but it wasn't a game that I liked. All right, Plesac. Plesac's on the mound for the Guardians versus uh, okay. Michael Kopech. Uh, Kopech's having a fine Kopech's season. having a good season. Yeah, Kopech's having a really good season. That might explain some of the chalkiness in this. Uh, but I, yeah, listen, I mean, Plesek's, uh inconsistent this year, but he's he's got upside. He's got some potential. So, I, you know, we'll see. Uh, this White Sox team is uh, playing better, but, I mean, you know, record-wise, like what, these guys are pretty much the same? You know, they're both 500 teams right yeah, now. pretty much, so, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, we had a comment or two. Skullbam says, so, bet over on nationally televised games seems so yeah <laughs> seems, seems so uh iceberg says nothing for me yet in baseball i'll have a pick later oakland might be a play i like the phillies oh Peyton panther shocker <laughs> shocker what I, I do to you iceberg i don't i don't get it i kind of like that oakland play they were getting a plus line Against the against Detroit, I mean, we don't love Oakland any stretch of the imagination, but I think they hang with Detroit and get on plus line. You know, it's fifty 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 game getting a plus line. Yeah, I, I'll probably lean Oakland. Yeah, they're plus one oh eight right now to Oakland's minus one sixteen. Oh, I like Oakland even more. That was like plus one fifteen an hour ago. Oh. <laughs> someone someone knows something about Oakland I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think I just I think I just like the under. <laughs> Neither one of these teams can score. What do we talk about today? We talk about the Mets. <laughs> the Mets are saying that the the ball's juiced in nationally televised games. We mm-hmm. talked about Dallas getting an NFL team eventually, someday, maybe. They don't have one right now. Uh, we talked about baseball, basketball, hockey, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DJs app for Android, iOS. Let us know anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, uh, real Sophie's choice for you here. You, you either got to take the Florida Panthers as my pick of the day or uh, fade yourself with the Milwaukee uh, Brewers. Uh, I, I like your I trust your Milwaukee play better. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I kind of trust the Milwaukee play better. Uh, that, there you go. That's, that's my part of the parlay. Arch, what do you like? I'll take the Padres before you get them. Yeah, I knew you were going to take them. That's why I took the Angels. Uh, uh, so we'll go with We'll go with the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Anaheim Angels, and the Fathers. That's going to be your Panther Degen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But as you guys know, it's Discord. It's the book club. It's just constant 24-7. We're talking about horse racing, hockey. It's all in there. So jump in there and give us a shout. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do tonight when it's all said, done, get all Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.